Here's a message from Ken Lavica. There's a resolution in the Deshaun Watson punishment. Some of you are going to be pleased. Some of you, maybe most of you, are still going to be really upset. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. One of those days when you have a badass opening topic ready to go, and the NFL says, ah! Deshaun Watson has completely hijacked our show. There is a settlement, not even an appeal, but a settlement. Deshaun Watson has a revised punishment his way. Ken Levick alive on a Thursday here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app. And on your smart speaker, and a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the sort of overcast yet miserably uncomfortable Intracoastal. Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. All right. I went to the trouble of acquiring this high-priced sound effect, so I'd like to use it. Okay, Stone, we have news on Deshaun Watson. Thank you. I just wanted to make sure we used that once. It made a lot more sense when we didn't have the Deshaun Watson news yet, but I think that still worked. It's good. It's yeah, good. it was fine. I didn't know what to expect. The old classic production crew coming through. That, that was that was actually well done. Well, there's <laughs> it, it, it. We got it, it was well worth the five hundred dollars we paid for that. No okay? doubt. Uh, breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire in a settlement with the NFL. Deshaun Watson is suspended 11 games, up from six, 11 games, eligible to to play week 13 against the Houston Texans, and I have a theory about that in just a moment, and there is a monetary fine, and a reminder, $230 million contract for Deshaun Watson, all guaranteed, the NFL is docking him, five million dollars so the revised punishment in a settlement between the nfl and deshaun watson is an 11 game suspension they tacked on five more games to him and going from zero dollars of monetary fine to five million 11 game suspension five million dollar fine deshaun watson the revised punishment the settlement with the NFL and I have to say that I thought that the NFL should have gone ahead and let the independent arbiter do her job she had already given the six game suspension which was the biggest suspension for anything of this manner in NFL history was it low end? Absolutely. But it's because Roger Goodell was the one who was inconsistent with his punishments prior. And so Roger Goodell goes and kneecaps the independent arbiter 
that they worked hard to negotiate into the new CBA, which I thought was uh, a bad faith move. It's bad for the relationship between the league and the players, bad for the sanctity of the CBA. And I also think if I'm the judge, the independent arbiter, I'm saying peace out. If this is what you're going to do to me every single time I come up with a well-reasoned, based on the evidence I have, punishment based on what the uneven precedent has been previously, I'm trying to finally set precedent and you're going to do this to me? Hey, Goodell, peace out. But now that the NFL decided they were just going to take it into their own hands, that deed had been done a couple of weeks ago. What the NFL has done has basically, by coming to this settlement, set up a massive TV audience (laughs) for Deshaun Watson's return to Houston. Even when the NFL tries to do something to win in the court of public opinion, what does it all come down to? Money. What does it all come down to? Satiating the television partners, the networks. You have got to be joking me that the solution to all of this, ah, we're going to appeal, we're going to get what we want, a full year, we're going to lay down the law. So then they undercut their independent arbiter only to come to terms on an 11-game suspension that has him returning against his former team. The team where all of his atrocities took place. He was employed by them because what a hell of a story and what a hell of a lead, and that's going to be that week. Unbelievable. The NFL has no shame. I got to say it's well done. The, it, it, I mean, I got to say, you're exactly right. There's a reason the NFL's a billion dollar. You know what, Raj? Roger, you've done it again, buddy. Roger. <laughs> You never fail to disappoint, my brother. This guy is talking all tough. This was not punishment enough. What this man did was serial behavior. What Deshaun Watson did was dastardly. What Deshaun Watson did, it only damages the shield. He will be made an example of. So what do they do? They set up a massive... TV audience for Deshaun Watson to go up against his former team. I mean, it truly is, even by NFL standards, it truly is disgustingly impressive. You know, as somebody who's young in the industry, I I always tell you this. I wonder how some of these meetings go, right? How many people are at this roundtable when they're dumbing it down to 11 games and are like, hey, guys, who's, who's the one guy? Like, who's the one woman who's like, you guys know that, uh, he could come back and play the Texans, right? You guys understand that uh, after the bye week, they, they play Houston, right? Like this, like I bet you CBS is going to love it. Like, is that how it goes? I'm asking. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I mean, I would they're not say. stupid. I would, I would laugh at that, except it doesn't seem so implausible, It right? doesn't. I mean, the, let me just recap, okay? Let me just <laughs> recap for everybody, okay? So the NFL has A cut the legs out of their independent arbiter that they negotiated into a brand new collective bargaining agreement, okay? On the first case that she heard, okay? All because of how the commissioner, Roger Goodell, screwed up punishments previously. And they say, we're going to appeal because, damn it, six games wasn't enough for that behavior of that man. Disgusting behavior. Ugh, unbecoming of the National Football League.
We're going to appeal. All the reports say year, one year, one year, one year, one year, one year. And then, B, Roger Goodell comes back and says, ah, well, maybe we can come up with a settlement, okay? <laughs> we can come up with this. Let's, let's, let's chat, okay? Let's get the lawyers involved. Let's do this whole thing. What do you guys think about 15 games? Yeah, let's, let's, let's just talk this through, okay? C, they appoint a, a, a point person for the appeal process that had worked with the NFL previously, just go in-house to find that person. D, say, oh, you know, we don't need you anyways. And then E, suspend him for less than a year, give him 11 games, say, hey, he made $230 million, here's $5 million. Uh, we'll take $5 million of that. And, oh, by the way, uh, CBS, here you go, on a, a platinum platter, here's uh, Browns, Texans, Deshaun Watson's return. You're welcome for the massive TV audience. They have somehow, somehow, the NFL has given Deshaun Watson the biggest contract in NFL history by a gap equaling that of the Great Plains to the peak of Mount Everest, okay? All in this span, their investigation from the start of the investigation to now. Deshaun Watson, far and away, the biggest contract in NFL history. He won't sit out. An entire season. And they are going to get one of the biggest television audiences of the entire season out of it. Unbelievable. The NFL just knows business. Thank you. We need to get every cent out of the $500 we spent for that, okay? You know what? It just hit me. CBS, ESPN, NBC, ABC, they all have a representative in that meeting. It's there. They're all in cahoots. And they're pitching. What if NBC flexes for it on Sunday night? What if what if NBC says, I mean, that would just be the icing on the cake. It goes from a 1 o'clock game on CBS, <laughs> right, to the 8-15 nationally televised game on NBC. And you know what? Nothing surprises me anymore with the NFL. I am fully expecting that it's going to be Mike Tirico welcoming us to Houston for the Texans and the Browns. In week 13, Deshaun Watson's first game in a Cleveland Browns uniform. Deshaun Watson, 11-game suspension, $5 million he's fined. Are you okay with this punishment from the NFL? I never thought they should appeal. I never thought that they should appeal because it sent the wrong message. Both sides, the owners and the players, that, hey, we're just going to do whatever we want anyway. It's going to be carte blanche for the NFL like always. I thought it was wrong to appeal. But then I, I thought to myself, fine, they're appealing, so it's got to be a year, right? Little did I know they had a trick up their sleeve because they're the NFL and it's all about business at the end of the day. They've set up the largest television audience of the season instead. I mean, bravo. It, it, is, it has completely defied any reality I thought existed. The NFL is just constantly full of surprises. Yeah, NFL is king. Do you know who has that Sunday night spot? Right now that they would you know, compete who? with flexing out, it's the Colts at the Cowboys. So, oh, get that the hell out of here. Get it the hell out of here. And you could just, in that <laughs> spot, you were already going to be in Dallas, just drive the production truck drawn to Houston. That's simple. I mean, we're, we're not... We're not ruling out at all that this could be the flexed NBC game, right? No. Browns-Texans. Think about that. The Texans are going to be 1-11 at that point, right? Ah, but Davis Mills! 1-11. For sure. Sorry. Okay. Davis Mills, he's got more neck than talent. Okay? 
And then there's the Browns. Who knows what they're going to be with Jacoby Brissett? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Are you okay with the new Deshaun Watson suspension? Does it make you feel better? Does it make you feel worse? Stone, real quick, just real quick, cough into the microphone one more time. Let's just do that for, let's just go ahead and do that. No, go ahead. Can you do it one more time, please? (laughs) Thank you. And the cough, finish it with the cough. Thank you. Are you okay with Deshaun Watson's 11-game suspension, $5 million fine? Do you feel better about it? Do you feel worse about it? I got to say, if they are going to appeal it, now I feel worse about it. They already went to the lengths to appeal it and just do what they always do and that strong arm the punishment in there. Damn what they have negotiated with the NFLPA. Now, they've just made it worse. They have somehow, by trying to win in the court of public opinion, being doing the right thing, they've somehow made it look worse. Because at least on its face, it looks like this punishment's been done for business. So they can get their Browns-Texans game. Unbelievable. Unreal. Are you okay? Do you feel better or worse about Deshaun Watson's new 11-game suspension and $5 million fine? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Are you okay with Deshaun Watson's 11-game suspension $5 million fine. Do you feel better about it? Do you feel worse about it? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We literally found this out. Initial report by Josina Anderson and then from NFL Network right before we went on the air that it's now an 11-game suspension, $5 million fine. I could see a contingent of people, Stone, that say, well, at least they, they bumped it up from six games, right? And that's reasonable. 11 games is significant. It probably, unless Jacoby Brissett has vastly improved from a year ago, probably puts the Browns out of postseason contention that many games without Deshaun Watson unless Kevin Stefanski absolutely coaches his ass off this year, mm. right? So it's significant. It punishes the Browns. So, fine. From that respect, the NFL, they, they, they did increase the punishment. But again, for me, you've already completely kneecapped the process. You have been the Galoolies with, the, uh, with the, the tire iron, with the crowbar, walking up to Nancy Kerrigan and, and clubbing her in the knees at the U.S. Figure Skating Championships a la 1994. Man, am I dating myself. But you have, you have hit Nancy Kerrigan in the proverbial knees mm. with your, your CBA process, and then this is what you come back with to ensure that you get Deshaun Watson's return to Houston. I mean, even if that wasn't intended, someone in that room has to say, uh, uh, hey, everybody, my hand's up. Can I speak? Uh, maybe this doesn't look great. Like, maybe some people... You and I connected those dots immediately. I mean... And we're stupid as hell. Immediately. We're the dumbest of the dumb. And we were like, wait a minute, he's going to have a chance to go to Houston? Uh, I bet that's going to make the TV networks pretty happy. I'm, like, really confused. So I'm staring at the Week 13 slate, like, trying to find a hidden clue and whatnot. Like, is the slate boring? And I think for the most part it is. It's Commanders, Giants, right? It's Jaguars, Lions, like... 
Maybe they need to spice up the Week 13 ratings. I mean, all these all these matchups. <laughs> all these duds. Stink. Yeah, they're just duds leading up to that. Yeah, Jets, Vikings. Man, oh man. I don't know. It, it doesn't make. I mean, it makes all the sense in the world, but it doesn't make any. But are we in the agreement that there will no longer or ever be an independent arbiter anymore? Like no more. Oh, no. Sleep- I, I mean, on 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 case one, they've completely wiped out right. any legitimacy that that has. They've completely wiped it out. Yeah, we'll never see it again. No. Deshaun Watson, suspended 11 games, fined $5 million. Is this fair? Do you feel better or worse about the NFL versus Deshaun Watson now? Do you feel better or worse about the punishment for Deshaun Watson? 11 games, $5 million fine. Back in time, his debut will be against his former team, the Texans. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Do you feel better or worse about the Deshaun Watson punishment now that it's been bumped up to 11 games and it's now a $5 million fine? But the key sticking point to me is that either A, this was on purpose, or B, Nobody in the NFL office, it occurred to them that the public may translate him being able to come back his first game against the Texans as a complete money grab, as a big thank you to the network partners. To me, it seems sketchy. To me, if you were going to go for it once you appealed and you completely blew up your appeals process, you might as well just go for it, right? You might as well just see the farce through. But they didn't even do that. And instead, they've just massively screwed this thing up. They have bungled this thing beyond recognition. In case you're scoring at home, by the way, 20 um, 20 settlements for uh, sexual assault. Civil suit, sexual assault. 20, 20, not two, 20. So, I wonder how the guy who called in yesterday is feeling. I'm sure, well, I bet he said, ah, it should have been zero. He didn't get convicted. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. I, I, oh, I didn't mean to say that. Oh, I forget that. Strike that off the record. He's never been proven. He's never been proven. Never convicted. Never convicted. He didn't do anything. 31 accusations. I just, listen, I know that I banged the drum for multiple days, Stone, on this show, at the same time, on this same station, saying, of course, Roger Goodell. The guy who got us into this position with his inconsistent punishments. The guy who was willing to throw uh, players' careers in the toilet over marijuana. The guy who played judge, jury, executioner. He came in as the law and order commissioner. And then he bungled that whole thing to a point where they had to negotiate an arbiter, an independent punishment arbiter, into the CBA for player conduct policy. The judge who takes this on does give the most severe penalty for a case like this, even though, yes, six games, uninspiring, okay? For sure. But because of Roger Goodell, she was trying to set a precedent. She was trying to set a precedent and using the evidence, the four women that they talked to of the the multiple double handfuls of women that actually accused Deshaun Watson of wrongdoing, she made a ruling, and the NFL decided, "Ah, first go of it, thanks for your time, but uh uh-uh. We're going to do the same thing we always do with the same guy we always do it with, and we're going to make our own ruling, and we're going to supersede everything. We are still judge, jury, executioner, at least for now. 
And what do they do? Instead of just going for it then and really make an example of someone who has committed serial wrongdoing, allegedly, in Deshaun Watson, what do they do? They suspend him to a point where they're still going to get their huge ratings for the Browns and the Texans. It just never fails to impress in the most depressing way possible. It is so impressive. I mean, it, it, it is. It is. You, it makes you want to bang your head into a table, but also I just want to say, Roger, I know why they pay you so much money. The, I know why the owners pay you so much money. The cojones on that oh, guy. Oh, the stones. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Indiana Jones-esque. Well, I, it is. I'm legitimately running down a cavern right now being chased by the stones of Roger Goodell. Just knowing that, you know, in, in, in a month and a half, two months, we get to watch the Browns. Play the Texans. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch it. <laughs> oh, damn right we are. Because I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for stuff like this. Is this fair? Do you feel better or worse about the Deshaun Watson punishment? 11 games, $5 million. Up from six games, up from $0. But just in time for Browns-Texans week 13. 888 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Three seven seven six. Let's go to Del Rey. Starting off with Jesse here on Ken Levick Alive. Hey Jesse. Hey, afternoon, guys. First time, long time. How y'all doing? Appreciate you, brother. Nice. Good man. Hey, um, so I mean, I would feel more comfortable about it if they donated that five million dollar fine to women in distress. Sure, then I might feel a little better about it. Sure, sure. But man, I tell you what. This is going to ring hollow when uh, when all these dudes are wearing pink headbands and pink gloves for breast cancer awareness uh, during the course of the season. Because, man, the NFL sure loves to align themselves with that and for women's causes. And then here it's, ah, we're going to come in, swoop in, save the day, send a message. And, oh, by the way, Deshaun Watson will be under center in Houston. Like, that, that whole thing just rings unbelievably hollow. You're right. The donation, the $5 million fine should absolutely go towards a domestic violence um, or a violence against women uh, charity. That is a great call. I'd feel better about it, but I also wouldn't feel fully redeemed by it. Not at all. I I mean... I want to see him on the side of the road with 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 the trash can picker. Well, he's not. He's he didn't do anything wrong. He's not convicted. Uh-huh. He didn't do anything wrong. That's Remember, right. that's right. And that's how this works. Okay. Ricky is in West Palm. Ricky's on Ken Levick alive. Hey, Ricky. Hey, Ken. How you doing, buddy? It's Good, been man. a while. Yeah, sure. Um, the NFL obviously plays chess, and we're just all playing checkers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Secondly, I picked up Deshaun Watson in my most important dynasty league. So. Eh, I can live with this. At least it's not indefinite. And I know he's playing next year. I'm telling you. But from a real life, yeah. But from a real life standpoint, if this dude never played football again, I wouldn't be upset about it. Yeah. Well, Ricky, what you just said about the fantasy football, and uh, li- listen, like I-, I know that you are completely saying that in jest, but you also you like you have him, and there are there are many. Many, many like you that it's crossed their mind like, hey, all right, well, this isn't the end of the world for my fantasy team because this is the world we live in. Football, no matter what happens on the periphery, no matter who it is, whether it's a Ben Roethlisberger, whether it's a Robert Kraft, at the end of the day, all we ultimately care about, and you can, you can basically book it anytime something like this happens, is, hey, uh, when's he going to be back on the field? Uh, when can but I, that's when also I, can I why start I him? it up with... But that's also why I followed it up. 
Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. No, 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 absolutely. If the dude never played football again, I would not. You know, it's fine. Yeah. I, yeah. That guy that called in yesterday, I was listening to that whole conversation in the oh, car. Oh, man. That dude's a moron. My bad. <laughs> He's a moron. Oh, um, man. It, it can't be proven. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No. Something <laughs> obviously went wrong, and yeah, this is still super light. And then the next guy said, well, don't look at his pockets. I know five million is not the end of the world for this guy, but at least it's more than it was. And you guys just mentioned it should go to some sort of center or a charity or whatever the case might be, right? Yeah. Has um, to. Let's at least make the let's at least make the best out of the situation that we can. Right, right. And guys have a wonderful day. All right, appreciate you, Ricky. And and this is where though, like it's almost I don't like being played for a fool. And sometimes it happens. But how many times have we talked about on this show, Stone? Like, do something, but don't... And I go through this with my kids sometimes. Don't insult my intelligence. Don't patronize me. Yeah, don't patronize me. Like, my, my, my daughter, the other night, two nights ago, my oldest daughter, Addie. I'm like, hey, do you, um, you brush your teeth? And I could hear. I could hear she was in her and her sister's bathroom with the water on, and I knew she had put um, water on her toothbrush, but it was only for like three seconds. I knew she hadn't brushed her teeth. So she comes into my room. I'm like, did you brush your teeth? She's like, yeah, yeah, want to feel my toothbrush? I'm like, "Uh, uh, 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 uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Let me smell your breath. Uh, I heard the water for three seconds. You running your toothbrush under that, and I told her, don't patronize me. (laughs) She tried to play you. Exactly, and she's six. (laughs) <laughs> but right here, I feel like, in the same vein, Roger Goodell is my daughter, with the with the uh, Barbie running. toothbrush, with the sink running, and he said, "Look what I did! Eleven games, five million dollars." But in the back of my mind, I know he's gonna be in Houston. Your breath stinks. Your breath still got that stank on it, and you're gonna be making money for that stank, big time money. And now the TV executives don't think NBC right now. It's it's not percolating through some some content brains there. Hey, maybe we should take a flyer on this. Maybe we should we should give this a go, right? Like just don't insult my intelligence. And I feel like here the NFL went to the trouble of undermining their own process in order to do this. If you're going to undermine your process, then hell, you might as well just hit a grand slam. You might as well just completely throw the book. And I'm talking like not even the Bible. I'm talking like the Iliad. Just like throw the whole thing. For those of you scholars out there, I hope you appreciated that literary reference. This is, I mean, it's so obvious what's happening here. So obvious. Six games was, uh, he was coming back Breast Cancer Awareness Month. They were like, no, 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 we can't do that. Can't do that. Can't have him wearing the, the pink pants. So the, 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 the best optic, uh, to avoid that poor optic, the best optic is five more games. Five more games and, oh, going back to Houston so we can put up a huge number on the TV ratings, on the Nielsens. I mean, come on. Come on. Like, football fans can be dumb and meatball-y. A lot of us aren't that dumb and meatball-y, okay? Is this fair? Is this a fair compromise, 11 games, $5 million NFL to Deshaun Watson? Do you feel better or worse about the revised punishment? 888-760-3776. 760-3776 and tweeted us at KLV1063. Drew is in New York City. What's going on, Drew? What's up, man? So I spoke to you guys yesterday yep. on the phone for a little bit. 
So I'm coming back right at this with Deshaun Watson. He should be suspended for the 11 games, okay? But then he should be he should be donating one year salary for what it should be. One year of his salary should be what it is. And I'm glad it's on Houston that he's playing because back then when they had Michael Vick coming back, what they all do? They all did the whole thing about the dogs and the dog fighting. There's going to be a whole big thing about that. They are going to give him hell down there. It. Yeah. They're going to give him hell, and they're going to do the whole thing with how Michael Vick did the whole thing for uh, the dog fighting and all that. They're going to, they should do the same way, just like that. But the sad thing is, Michael Vick didn't go to jail for the dog fighting, the animal cruelty. He went to jail for tax evasion. That was the sad part. Right. But he also so, then, he from from the dog perspective, he's gone above and beyond for for canine causes since then uh it also it it, it did not take any it did not take any sort of cajoling to get him to show remorse for that either it took until last weekend before he suited up for a preseason game for Deshaun Watson to even acknowledge that he might have done something wrong so the chances of Deshaun Watson showing up at a battered women's facility or donating money somewhere I think are slim to none when he goes down to Houston Drew appreciate the call um, Roger, you've done it again, dude. Roger Goodell, you have done it again. You, you know, he, he, what a it, business man. he is pulling a fast one on people because he got Drew. Drew just said he wants him to pay, you know, a year's worth the, his salary. Well, joke's on you, Drew, because he's, uh, op- he's supposed to get paid $1 million this year. $1 million this year on his contract. Right. So, yeah, go ahead and give up that right. $1 million. We would think because he got paid 230 He's supposed to get paid, what, something like 18 this year, like 26? No, yeah. no, one. One singular million dollars. That's the contract. That's the way it was set up mm-hmm. with the Browns. And I, Browns fans uh, kept telling me a couple of weeks ago, this is how they always set up the contracts. Okay, I'll take your word for it. All I know is that there has not been a Browns contract signed that has come off as completely suspicious as this one. Or uh, okay. uh, upwards of two hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, we've never. <laughs> right, yeah. What yeah, player have the Browns? Nor has there been a contract where it's been fully guaranteed two hundred thirty million dollars ever? Yeah, ever, and maybe never again. Even though Lamar Jackson's going to try. All right. So here's what we know: news that broke right before we started here at noon. Deshaun Watson's new suspension in a settlement. This was not an appeal. In a settlement with the NFL. Is 11 games, $5 million, up from six games and no fine that was put forth by the independent arbiter. What this means is Deshaun Watson's first game for the Browns is going to be in Houston in week 13 with CBS or maybe even NBC clamoring for the lead up to that and the huge TV numbers that it's going to get. That's what we know right now. 11 games, $5 million, and back in time to play his former team, Deshaun Watson's new suspension. Is this fair? Do you feel better or worse about the Deshaun Watson punishment? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. As Ricky said when he called, chess, not checkers. That's what Roger Goodell is playing right now. He's Stone the Bandwitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We are taking all your Deshaun Watson calls, 11 games, $5 million fine, the revised suspension and a settlement with the NFL. It broke just as we were coming on the air at noon. Is this fair? You feel better or worse about it? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Before we get back to the phones, let's bring in our man, Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Dr. Ross working with a lot of folks, Palm Beach County, Treasure Coast, Florida, Atlantic, and Dr. Ross joins us here on Ken Levicka Live. Uh, Dr. Ross, hope you're well, and uh, obviously this is a a busy day for us, and there's a lot going on with Deshaun Watson, but I wanted to uh, have you on, as you you do every single week here, because I want to discuss Matthew Stafford. We haven't had a chance to discuss Matthew Stafford yet, uh, and and his elbow tendonitis. So I guess let's start here. The the Super Bowl winning quarterback, uh, how is he maintaining that elbow with the tendonitis that's clearly still bothering him, but according to his head coach, Sean McVay, performing well in practice. How do you maintain something like that so it doesn't spiral out of control? Yeah, that's a a really good question. You know, tendonitis, what that is, is it's inflammation of any tendon in your body. And Matthew's got a tendonitis in his elbow going on, his throwing elbow. So the two most common tendonitis uh, diagnoses that we see in the elbow, which some people may hear about, are called tennis elbow and golfer's mm-hmm. elbow, and it and it refers to the side of the elbow that the pain's on. So tennis elbow is on the outside part of your arm, and that's typically um, something that caused with repetitive backhands when you're doing tennis. Pain on the inner portion of the elbow is called golfer's elbow, and that's because usually on the trail arm of a golf club, it it has um, extra force on that muscle. So my guess is that that's probably more what he's dealing with is this golfer's elbow or medial epicondylitis because that's his throwing arm and his arm is placed in a position that puts those muscles on and tendons on stretch and repetitive irritation. So the any any treatment with tendonitis is um, is really avoidance of a lot of the activities that's causing the pain, rest, anti-inflammatory medications, as well as other modalities with their athletic trainers. Now, something like this, if left unchecked, or if Matthew Stafford uh, just puts a bit too much into it, the the tendonitis, can that lead to tears? Can that lead to to full-on big injuries in that elbow? Um, You know, these tend to be more just kind of wear and tear injuries and, and micro injuries. So usually what happens is, although there's inflammation going on, there is micro tears in the tendons that are constantly trying to heal itself with this inflammation. So if you kind of just ignore the pain or, or fight through the pain, it can result in further damage to the tendon. But it's usually not something that would just spiral out of control where he would need some sort of big surgery that could jeopardize his career it's more that it's just going to affect his ability to return to play in a timely manner or could just affect his season's play being available for some weeks and not available for other weeks i know that in here with uh dr james ross baptist health orthopedic care uh baptist health uh, orthopedic care has the 
best treatment that you are going to find. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, Dr. Ross, is a massive part of that. Uh, When it it comes to elbow injuries, uh, obviously we know about baseball and we know about Tommy John surgery and pitchers especially, young pitchers. Uh, But how often do you see football players come up to you or have you seen or your colleagues seen with elbow injuries? Um, We sometimes see elbow pain in in quarterbacks um, from and it's usually from in the camp when they're getting back into play more commonly we actually see shoulder tendonitis yeah. in um, football players specifically quarterbacks kind of like we do in spring training with baseball players so a Tommy John injury which you're alluding to is an injury to the elbow ligament um, the ulnar collateral ligament on the inside part of the elbow that usually occurs in a in a baseball pitcher. Um, this is in the same, the likely the same area where where Matthew is having pain is on the medial side of the elbow, the inside part of the elbow where the ulnar collateral ligament is. So when you're treating an elbow tendonitis there, you know, oftentimes what we'll do is we'll inject cortisone to calm down the inflammation for mm-hmm. people to to push through it. But you got to be careful in a throwing athlete like him because if you inject cortisone in that tendon, and if it's a little bit too close to the Tommy John ligament, you could make it weak and and susceptible to a tear. So huh. you know, if they are giving him injections, they are probably doing it minimally, making sure it's done under ultrasound guidance so that you can really see where the tip of the needle is to make sure it's safe and away from the ligament. So I'm sure it's something that they're they're treating very gingerly and very safely well dr ross as always appreciate it we'll talk to you next week and i will see you next week with fau season opener against charlotte i can't wait have a good rest of the weekend of the weekend okay all right you too ken we'll see you soon man all right my brother that is dr james ross baptist health orthopedic care and if you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, you need to see an expert in the field like Dr. Ross. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Of course, FAU Charlotte, they start college football season next Saturday, FAU Stadium. I'll be on the call of that on the FAU Football Radio Network, but you should be there, 866-FAU-WILES, FAUsports.com. That's 866-FAU-WILES, FAUsports.com. 11-game suspension, $5 million fine. That's the new punishment for Deshaun Watson. I think that once the NFL appealed, they should have just gone for it. If you really wanted the, the win in the court of public opinion, just go for it. You've already undermined your CBA process. Now what they've done is they've gone less than a year. It's 11 games. Fine, the $5 million fine. The guy just signed a $230 million guaranteed contract. And he's back in time. I'm sure there's. it's just a coincidence. Mm-hmm. He's back in time to go back to Houston, play against his former team. I'm sure that, that there were no TV rating considerations that went into that. 11 games, $5 million fine to Sean Watson. I think that this makes me feel worse 
about the entire thing. I felt better about the six games with the independent arbiter than I do now about the 11 games with the NFL tiptoeing around it so they can get their TV numbers. I feel worse about it. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Fair punishment? Do you feel better or worse about it now? Let's go to Ernesto in Boynton Beach. What's up, Ernesto? Uh, thank you for taking my call and discuss it because I wanted a full year. And to be honest, I, I didn't want him to come back, to be honest. He, you know, he doesn't belong. Listen, there's people out there that Stone, Stone is right there behind, right there next to you. He would love to be on the field. Well, maybe, maybe not, but he would love to be on the field. And play I would football. love it, you know? Ernesto. <laughs> he would love it right now, but no, he's doing what he's doing right now because he loves that too. But if he had the opportunity, he would go and play football. This guy does not deserve to play football. So I'm going to say something that probably is not going to sound great. I'm going to let the gods, and I don't believe in gods. I'm an, I'm an atheist, but I'm going to let the gods, the football gods, take care, take care of this. They're going to make this right. And you know what I mean by that? Karma is a make this right. Karma's a bee. Karma is a beast. And I think karma is going to make this right because obviously you cannot let Goodell try to make this right because obviously he drops it again. And and guys, you have to you have to see this. That arbitration was bull. There was there was nonsense, guys. This is a sham. This is the same thing they did before. All they're doing now is having an excuse right in front of you to do what they're doing right now. This is a sham, guys. This is all a sham. And to have the game play, to have them come back to play the Texans again, guys, that's even more of a scam. God, this is ridiculous yeah. what they're doing to us. That's really ridiculous. I appreciate it, Ernesto. I um I thought when Deshaun Watson, the the eventual end of this came, it would be a year, we would spend a segment or two talking about it, and that would be it. Somehow, some way, the NFL has botched this to a point where they could it was it was going to be easy. They had all of the momentum on their side. Would some people like me say, oh, they they ditched their own uh, independent arbiter? Yeah. But then once they made the decision to appeal, we all just expected one year. Fine, we move on with our business. Right. The NFL has somehow managed to make this even more of a farce. Somehow they've bungled this. It's like the ball was on a tee and... They swung over the ball and just dribbled it down the third baseline. If you saw Jake Paul taking batting practice at Marlins Park yesterday, it's as if the NFL stepped up to the plate and they just kept whiffing over and over and over again. I like that. Beach balls like Jake Paul. By the way, Jake Paul, if I'm Tyron Woodley, I'm even more humiliated about getting knocked out, lights out, on pay-per-view after seeing Jake Paul try to A, shoot a Mm three-pointer, B, try and hit batting practice, or C, shoot a three. No, no, you mean catch balls from Tua. I, I mean... That'd be number three. Uh, well, catch passes from Tua. Catch pa- yeah, catch, yeah, catch passes from Tua. Right. That should have been the also the qualifier, the, the, the softest, most inviting ball that you could possibly have thrown to you. Yesterday was a really, really good day for me, seeing him not be able to catch the football or look like an absolute dummy trying to run these routes. Because Man. in a podcast months ago, he said that if he wanted to, and if he wanted to get serious about football, he can see himself playing uh, safety in the NFL. I never thought I'd say it, but Jake, Paul, stick to boxing. 
<laughs> is this fair? Do you feel better or worse about Deshaun Watson's punishment? 888-760-3776. Let's head into Jupiter, and that's where Todd is. What's going on, Todd? This is it's just so ridiculous. And it's, it's really a commentary on the de-evolution of society. This is like in the movie Idiocracy, when Chief <laughs> Supreme comes out of retirement <laughs> at the peak of the season of uh, the, uh, the, the the of the punishment. Yeah, I, to be the you know the, Todd. The I just feel like I, I feel like, and I said it earlier. Like this just makes me feel like my intelligence is being insulted. Am I the smartest guy? No, but is it super easy to connect the dots when Houston is Deshaun Watson's first game now? I mean, come on. It would have been had we had that level of mm-hmm. intelligence still Foresight. following the NFL. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, Again, it's, it's uh, the, the dumbing down of they're playing to the lowest common denominator. Yep, absolutely. And they're saying there are people that are going to want to see that, and those are the people that they're playing to. And it's so it, it's a tragedy, and it's such a horrible commentary on our 2022 and beyond uh-huh. <laughs> where we're headed. Yeah, I think it can definitely be extrapolated. I do not disagree with that at all. Deshaun Watson, 11 games, $5 million fine. And you know what? Going into this, I think the NFL probably before this news came down thought it's going to be a banner day for us. I, I don't I, I don't think they thought that. They couldn't, you don't think so? They if couldn't they didn't have. have the foresight to see the public backlash that was going to come out, when Houston is the first game for Deshaun Watson, you you think though they had magically had the foresight uh, that that maybe this wasn't going to be well received? I don't I don't have a proper answer. This is what happens. We 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 still even when we're crushing the NFL, still think that there's a modicum of awareness with that organization. It, it's the little guy in the back of your head, like no, I know you know they know what they're doing. The right? way the NFL operates. I cannot believe it is the most powerful sports league maybe on the planet. Yeah, how, it, Some of the things they do, how is it possible? Yeah, NFL is king. I saw a stat yesterday. It was 5.7 million viewers watched the Hall of Fame game between the Raiders and the Jags. Think about that. And, no starters played. And $4.3 million watched game six of the Stanley Cup Finals. Think about it. It's a bunch of guys wearing the numbers 60 through 90. Mm-hmm. And... More people watched it than Game Six of the Stanley Cup Finals in Canton, Ohio. Yep. Think about that. But this is this is the, the this is the thing. Today, this feels bad, right? You know what? How many of us are going to think about it until the lead up to Week Thirteen? Right? Like ten percent of us. Uh huh. And then all of a sudden, we'll remember how absurd it is that the NFL handed CBS or maybe even NBC. On a platter, Deshaun Watson's return. Plus millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You think the advertising partners are going to be happy with the TV numbers that, uh, that the, the uh, serial alleged sexual assaulter returning to his former stadium is going to put out there? Yes, they're going to be very happy with that. Before we go to break, ask me uh, how I feel. My one word. Stone, um, Stone how, uh, how do you feel about this entire thing? What's a word you would use to describe it? Catfished. Mm. Almost like Manti Teo. Almost. I've got to, we got to talk about this. <laughs> Stone and I both watched the Manti Teo documentary, and there is a lot to unpack from it. Um, 
largely Manti. Oh boy, there there is a a deep look into Manti Teo that needs to happen. We're not gonna we're not gonna go through the particulars of the documentary, but there's some main ideas that I think need to be discussed. And yes, Manti Teo is a victim, but also how did he even get to that place? Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker when we return. A whole lot to do, including Manti Teo, including national television. LeBron just signed a deal, and we're about to get a face full of Lakers. He's still in the band. It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. He was a beauty from South Alabama. Her daddy had a heart like a nine-pound hammer. Think he even did a little time in the slammer. What was I thinking? August 19th, 7 o'clock, doors open at 6. I think financial amphitheater, it's Dirks Bentley and Friends. Go out and see him, put on the boots, cowboy hats, and head to the wonderful, I think, Financial Amphitheater. LiveNation.com for tickets. That's LiveNation.com for tickets. The I think Financial Amphitheater, West Palm Beach, Dirks Bentley, in concert, August 19th. Ashley McBride, Travis Denning. That is August 19th is tomorrow, Friday. All right, 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock, doors open. Don't miss Dirks Bentley at, I think, Financial Amphitheater. Um, I need to read this quote real quick. Can I keep, so, the, can I keep the Dirks rolling? No, no, I would advise uh, for Dirk ben, Dirks Bentley's reputation, <laughs> I would probably, uh, I mean, he did sing Drunk on a Plane. I'm getting drunk on a plane. One of the singers. Now, I'm not trying to, not trying to diminish Dirks Bentley, but Drunk on a Plane is one of the worst songs ever written. That's not true. One of the worst songs ever written. There are plenty period. of other songs in the race for that. If if he's in town already for what's going to be a sensational concert at, I think, Financial Amphitheater, okay? But if he's in town and he's catching me right now, talk about his song, Drunk on a Plane. Dirks, I'm sure you have a ton of talent, okay? You're an outstanding star. You have made it in the music industry. But that song is a stain on society, okay? I'm sorry. It's nothing against you, and I know it was a hit for you. It doesn't mean it's good. Dirk doesn't care about you. No, your he opinion. doesn't care. He doesn't care, but I just need him to know that 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 song is a boil on the backside of America. <laughs> All right. So, Deshaun Watson has met with the media in Cleveland. Here are the following quotes from Deshaun Watson. Uh, Stone, before we do this, yeah, I was going to say, just say, in your in your your mind, just now that you know Deshaun Watson has met with the media, where do you think his head is at? Do you think that he uh, do you think he he said the right things? Do you think that he stood in front of the media and showed remorse? What do you what do you think was Deshaun Watson's tact with the media in Cleveland right now? 
Well, I don't have much faith because what he's done on social media the past month or two hasn't been up to par as far if, if you're following a good PR and in, in HR standpoint. He talked about, you know, Michael Jordan mm-hmm. a month ago, and he's done a few weird analogies. So, no, I don't trust him here. But I do want you to restart because I want to help our production crew out again. So tell us that uh, Deshaun Watson spoke to the media. Deshaun Watson has met with the media. Well done. See, your radio brain is working. Yes. Mike Garofalo with the documentation from NFL Network on Twitter. Deshaun Watson on why he accepted a settlement if he claims he's innocent. Quote, I've always been able to stand on my innocence and always said I never assaulted or disrespected anyone. But at Mm. the same point, I have to continue to push forward with my life and my career. Deshaun Watson on why he's apologizing then. Quote, for everybody that was affected by this situation, there were a lot of people that were triggered, end quote. That word triggered, if it sounds familiar, it's not the first time the Browns have used that word when describing the public reaction to Deshaun Watson. Jimmy Haslam, the owner of the Browns, after the initial punishment was handed down, in a statement said he understood that a lot of people were triggered. The connotation of triggered to me, and it's largely a word that is used in conservative media, the word triggered contextually is to make fun of those who were overly emotional about something, whether it be a social situation, whether it be a joke, whether it be a decision. It is not something that suggests that you have sympathy for understand or respect about the reaction of somebody. For Deshaun Watson to use the word triggered after allegedly assaulting, sexually assaulting upwards of nearly 30 women in a similar matter and having to settle 20 different times monetarily with civil suits to step up after the last two weeks that he's had and even utter the word triggered is an absolute slap to the face to the general American public and to women in general. It is completely unacceptable. It is completely reprehensible. It is wildly tone deaf. And it's just abject stupidity from Deshaun Watson. That's a reflection of the Browns organization because it's not just Deshaun Watson who has said triggered. It's Jimmy Haslam who's used the word as well. Hey, Browns, somebody with a brain, somebody with maturity up there, rein in your boys, your owner and your quarterback. Somebody has to be the adult in the room with that franchise. This is embarrassing. And for any Browns fans that have any semblance of intelligence, anything resembling a full brain, they should be horrified at the way their franchise has approached this and is now currently approaching this with the revised suspension to Deshaun Watson. Get the word triggered out of the damn vernacular already, Cleveland Browns. 
It's disrespectful. It's distasteful. And it's stupid. I cannot believe on a day where Deshaun Watson got a reprieve that he's not only continuing to claim his innocence, but he's going to use a word like triggered that is only used in the context of disrespect. Deshaun Watson, bleep off. He's Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Bright line, fine line. Apparently, Stone, I'm just looking right now. Most of the Vegas sports books, the Browns win total. With the 11-game suspension for Deshaun Watson, has gone from 9.5 to 8.5. Full game. Seems probably pretty reasonable. Yeah, that is spot on. Vegas knows what the hell they're doing. Not unexpected. And I guess from week 6 to week 13, there's probably nobody, you know, super scary or as far as a, being a contender. So they can give it a game. So... Deshaun Watson's now suspended 11 games, $5 million. And on its face, I think those who are just tuning in, maybe hearing this for the first time, they say, ah, oh, good. That feels a lot better than the six games, right? Ah, here's the caveat. Just so happens he's 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 back for his first game, which is at Houston, against his former team, so the NFL can get skyrocketed television ratings. It's it's amazing. It is. There's a reason the M, the NFL and there's no soul there. Okay, and they they do some really dumb things at times. But at the bottom line, I suppose their initial reaction to everything is how do we make the most money? And whether it's intended or unintended, and I think probably intended. If it was unintended, then they clearly don't have any foresight. And there's very few people with a brain up there in the New York City offices. But having Deshaun Watson come back, his first game, the Texans, after an 11-game suspension for alleged 30 different instances of sexual assault, it is equal parts massively depressing and massively impressive. I mean, it's crazy. Even when they're trying to do the right thing, when it comes to punishment, the NFL can't do the right thing. After they completely knife their agreed-to CBA process right in the back, say, no, 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 we're going to appeal this. It's going to go back to the way it was, the, the way that we negotiated away. We're going we're gonna to go back to the way it was because we're not satisfied with the decision of our independent arbiter, even though we're the ones that brought forth limited evidence even though we're the ones who tried to rush the proceedings, we're going to dictate, like always, forget what the CBA negotiated. And then when they had the chance then, the door was open for them to just strong on their way to the full year without Deshaun Watson. What do they do? Settle with Deshaun Watson for 11 games so they can have him back in time for the game at Houston. It's amazing. Speaking of the game in Houston, I'm going to take it a step further and pour some salt on the wound. He's also going to have the opportunity to play well against a bad team. Right, so put he's up going. Numbers. He's going. Put up numbers. He's going to jog out of the tunnel, right, to all of these boos, play a sorry ass Texans team, play well, put up good numbers. It's going to be kind of a comical thing for social media because everyone's going to start them on their fantasy teams. At least a lot of the scumbags out there, 
and he's going to throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. And they're going to well, beat him 42-14. to but 14. listen, I don't uh, – so, so – what is funny, and I was listening to the home team the other day when you were on. You're gonna, you're gonna say, ah, the scumbags. You start Deshaun Watson at quarterback. Uh, oh God. When you kept Henry Ruggs <laughs> on your roster, what did you say for good karma? For good mojo. Good mojo. Yeah, there was a lot of great mojo permeating from Henry Ruggs after the car accident last year. Yeah, it's a good call. Pot yeah. calling the kettle black. Yeah, and, yeah and a little I, bit. And I also started Calvin Ridley. You know, a fellow. <laughs> well, Calvin Ridley, we can excuse that. A fellow degenerate. Anytime you want to put down a twenty-five. Part parlay, it's fine. Yeah, you get my respect. Hey, if you bet for your team, I don't think you should be suspended. <laughs> I, you know, I, I feel the exact same way. I just, that's the way I look at it. But the man who kept Henry Ruggs on his fantasy roster post 120 mile an hour murderous car accident, probably because because of good mojo, probably shouldn't be talking about those who start Deshaun Watson. Well, if I had to defend him, he is still a child. He was 21 years old at the time when Deshaun Watson is a grown ass man. Nearing the age of 30, so he should know better <laughs> than uh, good old uh, Henry Ruggs. It's okay for you, like Derek Hart, to still have love for the man, right. but anything surrounding uh, keeping him around for good mojo is probably not the approach I would take with that. Um, so, so I, I said earlier, I don't like getting my intelligence insulted, okay? I just don't. Actually, real quick, Stone, I'm going to send you something because uh, the... You remember last week when Deshaun Watson was speaking with NFL Network, and it was the first time he really apologized, right, or, or did anything resembling an apology uh, when he was talking with the NFL Network. This was the game before they played in Jacksonville where he got booed mercilessly. And right. That whole thing went down. Um, I'm going to send you – Warren Sharp put this together – uh, who is uh, with Sharp Football Analysis last week juxtaposed against today, okay? So let's not forget, from the beginning, this man, Deshaun Watson, has maintained his innocence. Right? I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't dis- disrespect anybody. Didn't do anything wrong. Didn't disrespect anybody. Last week, for the first time, we heard a, what, what appeared to be a, an apology in a conversation with the NFL Network. But then Deshaun Watson has just completely gone back on it today. And if it sounds like we're scrambling a little bit here today, it's because this Deshaun Watson news broke right before the show started. So everything we're trying to do, everything we're trying to talk about and, and, and discuss with you is really being done free flow in real time. So here is Deshaun Watson. First, it's last week, NFL Network, with what sounded like an apology for the victims. And then today... Not, 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 not. Innocent. Innocent. The I word came back. Here's Deshaun Watson. Look, I want to say that I'm truly sorry to all the women that I've impacted in this situation. Um, my des- decisions that I made in my life that put me in this position, um, you know, I, w- I would definitely like to have back. But I'm- Yeah, I'm moving, I'm moving on with my career and my life. And I'll continue to stand on my innocence. Just because, you know, settlements and things like that happen doesn't mean that a person is, is guilty for anything. So, like, the person has the opportunity to stand on the business and prove that. If you prove that on the legal side, and you just got to continue to push forward as an individual and as a person. And so we, we have the better version of the second part, right? Yes. So you heard the first part that sounded sort of like an apology from the NFL Network. Then you heard the, the second part from today after the 11-game suspension was revised. But let's listen to that a little bit clearer audio here with Deshaun Watson. I have to continue to push forward with my life and my career. And for us to be able to move forward, 
you know, I have to be able to take steps and pit pride to the side. And um, I'm going to continue to stand on my innocence and, and keep pushing forward. And I've always, you know, stood on not disrespecting or sexual assaulting anyone. What do you apologize for? For everyone that was affected about this situation. There was a lot of people that was triggered. But not the women that accused you of this? I've apologized to all women. So anybody that was affected, even yourself. Every, everything. So I'm apologizing to everyone that was affected about this whole situation. So Deshaun, was this more about moving on with your career than contrition? The triggered word drives me insane. It drives me absolutely insane. I said earlier, I don't like my intelligence insulted. Is it easy to fool me? Sure. Absolutely. But there is nothing more frustrating. It is, it's not just me. I think it's anybody. When you think you're being patronized or you think that somebody's purposely trying to mislead you and is adamantly trying to tell you a story that's not actually accurate, trying to paint a picture that is blatantly false, that is trying to appease you even though you know it is completely half-assed and or is, is completely disingenuous. That's what the Browns and, and Deshaun Watson are doing right here. Because not only does the I word come back, my innocence. I stand on my innocence. I stand on my innocence. Brother, brother, you have settled in a civil suit. 20, count them, 20 sexual assault allegations. Okay? It's sloppy. Now. It's sloppy and it's insulting. And then... To break out the word that your owner did two weeks ago, which was completely irresponsible, that word triggered. No, these people weren't triggered. The context of that is that, oh, it's laughable that they would be emotional about this, that they would react to it in that way. No, 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 no. They're not triggered. They're affected by it. They're traumatized by it. Those are the proper words. Not triggered, you jackass. Jimmy Haslam, Deshaun Watson, that is mongrel behavior. To use that word in regards to this. God, that drives me insane. We always, we always give free PR lessons. This is what really baffles me. So stupid. Why did he not have an, an entire piece of paper Filled in writing from top to bottom, ready for today. Well, there's nobody. He was was freestyling, talking about, I stand on my innocence. That's the best you got? Yeah. Well, Josh Cohen made a good point, uh, and let me find the tweet. And again, we are absolutely just flying by the seat of our pants because there is a ton going on at one time. Total flow here. Um, but Josh tweeted uh, at Josh on air, Deshaun Watson was drilled by his lawyers to repeat the phrase, I'm going to keep pushing forward, keep moving forward. So that part, yeah, he said it like four times when he met with the media. That part, he's had drilled into his head. We'll also hear from Stefanski, who uses the same verbiage. Yeah. How nobody in the Browns organization has stepped up and said, we need to get rid of the word triggered is beyond me. It is so... Damned incompetent. That is flat-out incompetence. But that shows to me that I think that most in the Browns organization are just content with, let's just weather the storm, man. Tomorrow's a new day. Let's just get through it, right? Like that, that's, that, that's how it feels to me 
Ah, oh, we care. We care. We 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 definitely. No, you you're just trying to get to tomorrow. Triggered. I cannot believe the owner used that. And then the quarterback, the one at the center of all of this, used that word. How insulting is that? It's insulting because your intelligence is being questioned right in front of your face, and it's insulting because it's insulting anybody who ever has been sexually assaulted. Because you're diminishing their reaction. That's the whole reason you use that word trigger, the way it's been hijacked. Okay? Roger Goodell, I'm going to try and read this. Deshaun is committed to doing the hard work on himself that is necessary for his return to the NFL. This settlement requires compliance with a professional evaluation and treatment plan, a significant fine, and a more substantial suspension. All right, I got through that part. We are grateful to Judge Robinson and Peter Harvey, that was the man who was going to hear the appeal, for their efforts in addressing these matters, which laid the foundation for reaching this conclusion. Yeah, thanks, Judge Robinson. Uh, you don't mean anything. Uh, we just completely pushed you out the door, but thank you. <laughs> and uh, substantial suspension, in Roger Goodell's words, substantial suspension. That has him back by the time he goes to Houston. Okay. I'm becoming more and more, I'm feeling as we talk through this, more and more disenfranchised yeah, I can see it. and angry and more frustrated. But, man, I was I was fine because this is just the NFL, the way the NFL works. Like, fine. A- am I going to watch Browns-Texans? Yes. Am I going to boycott the NFL? Absolutely not. Are you joking me? You think I'm dumb? Of course I'm not. Want to know why? Because at my, my core, I'm a football meatball. Okay? But it's Deshaun Watson breaking out that word. That has pissed me off. Pisses me off. I hate that word. Triggered, and I especially hate it in this setting. Bunch of troglodytes up there in Cleveland. Stupid. Rod- Flat out stupid. Roger Goodell is going to inspire a segment that we do of coaches talk when people just say nothing. When coaches say nothing. Because what you just read, Roger Goodell said absolutely. He said nothing. Luther- he said nothing. Nothing. I could have written that whole thing and said it's from Roger Goodell. Mm-hmm. All right. I feel like we've beaten this to death, but... If you want to weigh in, if you haven't a chance yet, you're more than welcome to. We'll continue to take your calls. 11-game suspension for Deshaun Watson, $5 million fine for Deshaun Watson. That's up from six games and the $0 of fine. It's now 11 games, $5 million for Deshaun Watson with an agreement with the NFL. And his first game will be at Houston. And the NFL is going to get massive TV ratings for that. Have to keep that in mind. Is this a fair, revised punishment for Deshaun Watson? Do you feel better or worse about it? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. He's still on the banner. It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I guess I'm triggered. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Tua has thrown another interception at seven and three days at Dolphins training camp practice in Miami Gardens. Still, hey, that's what happened. Smile on my face, right? Right? I mean, it's Javon Holland, so if we want anybody... 
catching that ball from Tua. It's him or uh, Xavier Howard. So glad, I, glad it's him. I like to think that that Tua's just laying him up there for Javon Holland to get some early Pro Bowl buzz out there. Defensive <laughs> right. Player of the Year buzz out there. Tua knows what he's doing. That's right. What a great teammate. What a great that teammate. locker room is just in complete lockstep. Uh, speaking of, you don't want to actually walk though in lockstep. If you have a problem, if you have joint issues. You need Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit BaptistHealth.net slash OrthoCare today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit BaptistHealth.net slash OrthoCare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. I think this is an is entirely appropriate now. What? Entirely appropriate now. Thank you. Finally spit that out. Because of Deshaun Watson and the Browns, and because of what we just mentioned with Tua, to debut a new segment, Coaches Saying Nothing. Yesterday on ESPN Cleveland, our teammate Emmett Golden was sitting down with Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski, and... Asked him about, hey, uh, Deshaun Watson, how do you handle this? How do you learn from this? What have you learned about uh, this saga, about yourself, and about the team with Deshaun Watson? And Kevin Stefanski managed to say nothing. Kevin, I remember, I want to say it was your uh, first year as head coach. Um, it was after a game. I can't remember which one, but you talked about when your players go through something, that you want them to uh, embrace it. Learn from it, then move on. Going through everything that you guys have gone through as an organization, obviously pertaining to Deshaun Watson, what have you learned from that? Yeah, I mean, I I think anybody going through anything in their life, and and we all are, uh, you you have to own it. You have to understand what's in front of you. And I think the big thing for me and for this team, there's going to be challenges week to week. There's going to be challenges in game. There's going to be... A, a third quarter that doesn't go our way, and and just it's so important that you're that you're able to navigate those moments individually and as a team. So the focus for us will always be what is in front of us. What, what tell me what exactly is in front of us? What, what's going on? What, what what do we know? What are the things that we know for sure? And then, then we just gotta operate. We just gotta we gotta move. Man, that is impressive because he not only doesn't address the question that is asked to him, he just gets on a roll. Right. He just gets on a roll, continuing to expand on whatever nonsense point he's trying to make. Ah, move forward. But he could have just said, "We move forward," and that would that that's basically what he that was the whole point of what he was trying to say. We move forward. But boy, that was a good forty seconds of just jibber jabber nonsense from Kevin Stefanski. That was a coach speak clinic right there. A clinic for sure. He said, you know, it, it, it got us excited when he said, you know, when someone goes through something. When he says that, you're like, oh, what's coming? And then, you know, I don't. That it was just off the rails. You know what's great too is you can tell his brain is really yes. working, yes. grasping for something to extend the answer when he drops the third quarter. Like, that just came out of nowhere. Let's listen to it again. Uh, I, I, we'll hear exactly where 
I can tell his his brain is scrambling, absolutely scrambling to find something to add to that answer. Here is Kevin Stefanski yesterday saying absolutely nothing on ESPN Cleveland. Organization obviously pertaining to Deshaun Watson. What have you learned from that? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think anybody going through anything in their life, and, and we all are, uh, you, you have to own it. You have to um, understand what's in front of you. And I think the big thing for me and for this team, there's going to be challenges week to week. There's going to be challenges in game. There's going to be a, a, a third quarter that right doesn't there. go our way. Right and, there. Just and, grasping his brain's like, uh, 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 third quarter. The third quarter. Kevin Stefanski saying nothing maybe and he's, doing it well. Maybe he's hinting at being down at halftime. You know, having to make some adjustments and kind of come out guns blazing in the third quarter. That is a mouthful of nothing from Kevin Stefanski. And he's live right now on ESPN, probably saying a whole lot of nothing. Uh, I, hey, uh, Kevin, if you can hear me, you're on the screen right now in our Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Don't use the word triggered, okay? Don't do it, or else you're going to look like a dummy like your quarterback and your owner. Uh, Then there's Mike McDaniel. Now, Mike McDaniel is very entertaining at the podium, but uh, as we said, Tua uh, picked off six times combined the last two days. Another interception today at Dolphins training camp practice, but Mike McDaniel was asked about Tua, asked about the team and the mistakes over the last couple of days, and Mike McDaniel, he did it in a more personable, entertaining way, but he also said a whole lot of nothing yesterday in Miami Gardens. I was very pumped with how... Um, the offense, and in particular, Tua came out in practice. And I let it known early and often to the defense that, you know, I didn't think that they were performing to the standard. I think it was probably the most successful red zone period that we've had, um, certainly being here, um, uh, offensively versus the defense. But um, after uh, kind of, you know, bringing that to the defense's attention, um, we got into some situational periods, and man, did they answer the bell. Um, and in those periods, we turned the ball over way too much, which was a great learning lesson for Tua. We hadn't been in a couple of those situations yet, um, and so we got to talk about it and learn from it. So overall, um, you know, I had half the practice that I was pumped at the offense, half the practice that I was pumped at the defense. So the offense was kind of good, made mistakes. Uh, the defense was kind of good, made mistakes. But we learn. And we learn. <laughs> Saying nothing. But, like guys like us, we love that. Like, oh, man, the offense showed some signs. Awesome. But wait, then the defense made adjustments, and they performed. Ooh. And then we, you and I get tingly, and we move on with our day. Because Mike McDaniel's going to say something similar tomorrow, right before practice, to explain away more two interceptions, and we're going to say, oh, God, this team's coming along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here they so, come. We're ready for the Pats. So, so he addressed to uh, turning the ball over and then followed it with, yeah, but it's great. It was mm-hmm. good for us, you know, because right. he learned. Which is, you know, that's just classic coaches talk. That's right. Mask. So he's acknowledging, yeah, it wasn't perfect, and then trying to put a rosy sheath over the entire thing. Yeah. That is it, – I. It's like he's been a head coach before. <laughs> For that sure. is a classic head coach move, like veteran move on his part, and he hasn't even coached a real game yet. Yes, thank you for bringing up that Tua has thrown six interceptions or seven in two days, <laughs> but, but it's good because he's learned from it, so, so he's it. gotten better. I, that, I, I think that that is a veteran move on his part. I think that Mike McDaniel, just keep feeding dopes like us that, 
and we'll be perfectly happy with it. Coaches say nothing here on ESPN 106.3. I thought it was funny, too. I just mentioned the Patriots, but the Dolphins and the Pats, uh, they open the season, and on that same day, uh, it is Disney on Ice at the BB&T Center, or I guess Florida Live Arena is what it is. Now, FLA Live Arena. I'm sorry Mm -hmm. for FLA Live uh, family and friends. I don't know. So, uh, it's Disney on Ice, so there were two options, 10.30 a.m., 6 o'clock p.m., and my wife and I were both like, well, the Dolphins and Patriots play at 1, and we want a regular football Sunday, and so we'll just hope that we don't end up getting tickets to the game. We'll do the 10.30. Because I can't sit there on opening day of the NFL season and either A, be buzzed and or drunk after a Dolphins win over the Patriots, or B, drunk and depressed over Mac Jones' first win over yeah. Tua and the Dolphins. I'm not going to a 6 o'clock Disney on ice in a good headspace there, so it's got to be 10.30. Good call. Good call. Yeah. I, you beat me to the punch because I was going to say, if I was your son or, in this case, your daughter, mm-hmm. the last thing, the last thing I would want is a angry, depressed, oh, yeah. alcohol-stricken yeah, yeah. father it was uh, like, hurry up uh-huh. and finish. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm not right. tying your I'm a morose, up. frustrated, buzzed uh, <laughs> dad, Ken Levicka, bringing you to Disney on ice. Exactly. That's bad for everybody involved. So we did the 10.30. Where's the bar? We're clear for the 1 o'clock game. So nice. it means we're not going to Dolphins, Patriots, but that's fine. There's plenty of other games to go to. But that's how I know the NFL is back. When you're juggling your Dolphins watching with Disney on ice, it's football season, baby. It's still better than planning a wedding, you know, on one of these game weekends or a game day. Well, that makes you a masochist and just a bad human being. <laughs> if you're going to have your wedding in the fall during football season, keep in mind, you're a bad human being. Doesn't matter the day, doesn't matter the time, bad. And guys like me and Ken are not coming. We're not coming. If you And, and what did we say? If your ceremony is going to last more than 15 minutes, don't bother inviting us. <laughs> 15 minutes is where I cut it off. No wedding ceremony. 10 minutes is is a little bit seedy. But 15 over 15 minutes, that's a big fat no. Want me to come to your wedding? You better keep that thing under 15 minutes. Okay? Non-negotiable. Leo in Riviera Beach. What's up, Leo? Hey, Ken. I love the new segment. I really think it, it, will, it will add a lot of value to the show. <laughs> and I really, at the same time, think that we can take a lot and learn from that and be able to apply it into our daily lives. But I do think that for the intro, you guys should look up when Michael Scott on The Office was talking about, I never try to do anything to anyone on purpose or not on purpose, because I don't want to hurt their feelings. He went on to this long, like this little diatribe Perfect. about his uh, his business uh, ethics or whatever, and it would be the perfect little intro to that. To we that got segment, it. Guys. We got so. it. Coaches say nothing. Yes, we'll we be graced it. by by Michael Scott Stone. So so get this, Leo. It's funny you bring up the office because Stone and I last night we were in a text conversation with marketing director Courtney, and the subject of the office came up. And uh, Stone's like, oh, best comedy uh, that's ever been made on television. Courtney's like, yeah, what a great show. And I'm like, yeah, but after season four, it started to lack. And I said Parks and Rec is up there as one of the greatest comedies to ever air on television. And they both (laughs) smacked me around. Where do you stand on The Office versus Parks and Rec? Parks and Rec is basically 
a perennial all-star in my book. I would I would put Parks and Rec right up with The Office. Yep. And on some days, on the good days, yep. on the good shows, there it's yep. way better than yep. The Office. Oh. Yep. Tom Haverford, John Ralphio, some of the Ron best Swanson, characters in television Absolutely, Leo. I expect some of the more. best characters you've ever seen. Yeah, and remember, Ken, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Leo, appreciate you and appreciate the uh, production uh, tip as well. We're gonna get on that. Yeah, Stone's gonna find that. He is our. Uh, our office expert here on Ken Levick Alive. No doubt. Um, but, but yeah, so I made the right decision, right? 10.30 in the morning. Oh, perfect. Go to Disney on ice, perfect. and that way I'm just clear. Because you know, for me, Sundays and weekends, that's tequila. <laughs> yes. Tequila Ken comes out. You can even show up at 10 and tell the guy... You guys know the Dolphins play, right? Like, yeah, let's, me, let's get this let, thing let, Let's get let, the show let, on the road. Let me get yeah. on the ice right hey. now. Where are the skates at? Hey, Mickey! <laughs> <laughs> Shove it up the skates and get your mouse ass out there. Where where are the TVs? You need pre-game. Yeah. You need the pre-game broadcast exactly, on there. Exactly. So uh, I, I'm going to need you to speed the process along. Hey, Cinderella, we don't have time for this. Let's go. Let's go. Do your little twirl thing. Get on your – have your little magical wand, and let's get this over with. Pops. Pops has the Dolphins, okay? Daddy's got the <laughs> Dolphins today. The Dolphins are plus three and a half. We need to get this thing That's going. That's right. Now, what if? What if I do have myself late in Disney on Ice, a little mixed drink right before uh, right before the end of the show, just set a base before we uh, we get home for uh, Dolphins Patriots tequila time. Yeah, a little pregame. I mean, it's something responsible. Obviously, yeah. I don't want to put anybody in danger, but at least set the base a little bit and set the tone for sure. Because I'm going to be walking in the door right before kickoff, so I'm going to have some catching up to do. I can eliminate that by maybe just a little. A little base set there, Disney on Ice. Disney on Ice and maybe Vodka Cran. Yeah, it sounds like you you got it under control. This is a you know great what? plan. I think it's one of your best plans. I do think week one in the NFL is shaping up for me. <laughs> week one in the Woo! NFL is shaping up for me. Disney on Ice, 1030. Uh, 1145 Vodka Cran. Yeah. And now BB&T Center is probably going to cost, well, or FLA Live, I'm sorry, it's going to cost like $26. Fine. That's the price of a plan. Right? Yes. So, Vodka Cran at, uh, at FLA Live Arena, leave Disney on ice, get home, and then the kids can go on their tablets. And then uh, wife and I, Dolphins time, tequila time, bam, week one, NFL in the books. Check it. Put it in the calendar. Book it. Also, will this be fresh off a FAU beatdown on Charlotte? Uh, that, that game's August 27th. So, okay, so well after. That will be after an FAU beatdown of southeastern Louisiana. Nice. Nice. And then the next week, an FAU beatdown of UCF. Yeah, I said it right here in Boca. I said it. Making that claim. I'm making that claim, and I'm not going to back down on it. Week one NFL season, Disney on ice, 1030, into 1145 Otka at FLA Live Arena, $26. Into home, just in time, 1 o'clock kickoff, Dolphins, Patriots, tequila time with the wife. I like it. We've written it down. It's set in stone. And I think we have ourselves a plan. And I'm glad it's endorsed by Stone. When I can get 23-year-old Stone's approval for, uh, for activities like that, that means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Tony's in West Palm. Hey, Tony. What's up, y'all? Real quick, Levica, I got a quick question for you. I was, it's probably going to be a little bit off of what you talked about right now, but it does, with, with, with Deshaun Watson. So, you know, I, I agree with you as far as how it should have been handled, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. however other people feel, that's everybody's opinion or whatnot. But 
I was thinking just now, and I'm wondering if the case was that there was video with Deshaun Watson's case. Do you think that that video would have been terminated or sealed or thrown away the way that it was for Robert Kraft? I'm just off the top of the head, just wondering if that same situation would have been the case. Or would we right now be seeing him on World Star oh, and all those other places? You know that would have been leaked. I mean, yeah. Tony, you you know the answer to that question. You know exactly I, I know. how it's that would have transpired. Thing yeah, that it's is rhetorical that I'm throwing at you. But you know where I'm coming from with that. I was just off the top of the head. Just this whole thing stinks. You know what I'm saying? I do believe at the end of the day that we do live in America, and although with everything that's going on, a man should be innocent until proven guilty. I'm not backing up anybody, but I'm just across the yeah, board. Yeah, no, you're right. Innocent until proven guilty, but when it comes to an employer and it comes to common sense, like these are the things that happen. They are an independent employer with the NFL, and I, you you have a, a an intelligent brain. I have an intelligent brain. You and I both have an idea of what probably took place nearly 30 times, but what I will say, Tony, is that Say in the last two weeks, and the NFL today is saying all these things, uh, oh, uh, we, we're happy that Deshaun Watson has agreed to, uh, to, to, to do the work to better himself, and so we've come mm-hmm. to this new determination. If in the last two weeks since the NFL decided to appeal, there was video, I have no doubt in my mind the NFL would have made damn sure that was coming out. For people to see, so that Deshaun Watson would never play football again. I promise you that one would happen. La- one last thing, Levick, if you don't mind. Where's the text? As as because the story gets deep. Uh-huh. Where's the people from the Texans organization who are saying and speaking out, saying, you know what, our organization has also been wrong because we actually sent some of these women to Deshaun Watson. Where's these people? It's a whole disgusting situation. The president should have been set with Robert Kraft. Because, for example, where you work right now, if your boss is able to do some foul craziness and then it's just swept under the table, but God forbid LeVic or Stoney gets caught up on something, and now it's like, oh, let's bring bring it out and let's put a total, let's make him into the bullseye. It's not, it's just... Facts. It's, it's ugly out there in the world today. God bless y'all. Thank y'all for having me on. Tony, Peace appreciate y'all. you. Now, I, I I, mean, if something went down with us, I would think, depending on what it is, I mean, this company, and we have the benefit of working for this company, Good Karma Brands, and the station ESPN West Palm, they would have our backs in a big way. I've never thought, and obviously it's within reason, if I go out <laughs> and, and throw somebody off of uh, one of these bridges out here over the intracoastal, um, that's going to be tough to give a second chance for, right? But it will. I'll probably be most likely videoing it at the bottom of the bridge. <laughs> right, right. But I do think that, and I've always thought with this company, if there was something that happened that was a legal matter and I got caught up, I'd always be afforded a second chance, okay? Always. I've never felt like I would ever be thrown under the bus for anything. Not this company, not these people, No. But does that go for everybody? Absolutely not, and I totally understand that. And to speak to Tony's point about Sean Watson, Robert Kraft, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it was ah, oh, there were improprieties in the investigation, and up oh, we can't make the the we can't put the tape out there, we can't legally release the tape, 
and it wasn't leaked. Weird. Shocking. Want to know why? Because I'm sure Robert Kraft has friends in high places, and that thing just got destroyed. If Deshaun Watson, if there was video, if there was video, and I'm not defending Deshaun Watson here, but I'm telling you how this would transpire. If there was video, it's a rich black man. You think that would be leaked and in front of our faces immediately? The answer to that is hell yes. The answer to that is hell yes. No hesitation. And then it would be, ah, yeah, Deshaun Watson, that's a done deal. He won't play again via Ray Rice. Weird dichotomies. It's how the world works. America. Mm-hmm. Still in the battle, it's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. And LandRoverPalmBeach.com. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. You know, Stone, I woke up today, and I'm like, God, it's Thursday already. By the way, you want to know what today was, workout-wise? Yeah, I do. Okay, alarm went off 445, up by 515 or so. Uh, bicep and, uh, and shoulders. Love it. Yeah, biceps and shoulders today. And then got on the old Peloton for uh, just over 30-minute ride. Really? uh, Tabata. little 30-minute Tabata action. Burn some cows, do some cardio. that's right. How many sets of shoulders? Uh, So this actually, what I do, uh, the the, the shoulder sets come on Tuesdays. Thursdays, I do a quick 10-minute burn through on... A a pump. Exactly. Uh, No, I love it. And get through it. Same thing with the biceps. Super proper. Yeah, so... uh, What what program are you following? Because that sounds good. Little Athlete X action right there, man. Very very nice. Let's go. Very, very nice. Let's go. So, uh, got through that. But then uh, the moral of the story is, I woke up, I'm like, man, it's Thursday already. That means you got to start making weekend plans. And if you're going to go to Fort Lauderdale, if you're going to go to Miami... Why would you drive your car? Why, in God's name, would you get in an automobile? Unless you love sitting in traffic. Unless you love brake lights in front of you. I don't know. Maybe that's a thing. But I don't know anybody who has a thing for that. So take the train. The big yellow train. It's fast. It's quick. It's stress-free. It's fun. It's convenient. It's comfortable. It's bright line. The stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. Maybe you want to go to a museum in Fort Lauderdale. Take the Bright Line. Maybe you want to go down to a festival this weekend in Miami. Take the Bright Line, Miami Central Station. It's quick, it's easy, and I like the premium seating. There's different levels of ticketing. I like the premium seating because there's the premium lounge at the Bright Line Station. So I'll park my car, I'll walk into the Bright Line Station to get on the train in West Palm. And there's an attendant there in the premium lounge who says, oh, Mr. Lavica, would you like anything? Drink? Snack? It's free. Like, oh, well, Pinot Noir, please. Thank you. Here's a little tip. Pass a little something their way. little snack. Get on the train. Same thing. It's like being first class on an airplane, except better. Pierre is always right there. Exactly. Pierre is right there. Say a little, a little, little more Pinot Noir, please. There it is. And I'm on my way to Miami or on my way to Fort Lauderdale. I'm telling you, it's the way to go. It's not just style. It's comfort and it's convenience and it's a lack of stress. It's Brightline. Get your passes. GoBrightline.com or the free Brightline app. GoBrightline.com or the free Brightline app. All right, before we wrap up the NFL, in addition to the statement sent up by Roger Goodell, again, Deshaun Watson, uh, 11-game suspension, $5 million fine. That's the revised punishment for Deshaun Watson, the settlement that Watson came to with the NFL. 
The NFL says it's going to create a fund of $7 million consisting of Watson's fine and $1 million each from the league and the Browns. The fund's going to be donated to nonprofit organizations that aim to educate healthy relationships, promote education and prevention of sexual misconduct and assault, support survivors and related causes, according to the league. Well, that's a step in the right direction. What's not a step in the right direction is conveniently suspending Deshaun Watson for him to come back in time to go to Houston so you can bump your TV numbers, and Deshaun Watson using words like triggered like his owner did two weeks ago. Can't stand that. We'll be back tomorrow. Hey, at least we have a whole show planned out. Everything we haven't done today, that's going to be our show tomorrow. Moving forward. Stone, I'm Ken. Bye.